Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I'm Crystal Crawford, and I invite you to a deep exploration of the tools of access consciousness and a totally different way of being. Hey, welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I'm your host, and I'm really glad you're here. I'm just, yeah, having a laugh at myself in this particular moment. This show is called Will You Have or Refuse the Power? And uh, I'm sitting here leading it. <laughs> waiting to, you know, waiting for it to be time so I can be right on time and laughing at myself because like five minutes before I jumped on live, I started asking a totally different question. So well, let's weave that into today's show uh, of will you have or refuse the power. This show topic got created out of a, um, a moment, a couple of moments last week, one where uh, during the Salon de la Consciousness call that we have weekly, and a bunch of the participant questions. And then another thing that happened actually that a friend of mine chose. And so I really wanted to address this so that we could walk around at this time in history more empowered. Now, a lot of you that I know are already choosing this. And so if you're one of those, then use this information and these tools for whatever it applies to. Some of you are still struggling with what's being asked of you regarding the jab, regarding, you know, the the controls that are being put in place by the different countries. And so and so this can apply to that as well. What I want to invite you to with this conversation is a call that I'm doing tomorrow one time. And if, of course, if you're listening to this, you know, not in real time, it'll be in my shop. And it will be a clearing call on anything and everything that's sticking you about not feeling like you can't get access to the choices that you really have. Look, the the truth is that there's a lot of truths here. One, you have choices available to you that nobody else in the world has. Number two, when you're ready for abuse to stop, it stops. And that sort of just came to me in the last 24 hours. I was, as I was looking at this topic and what I wanted to share with you, I realized that the conversation we're really having about all of this, you know, COVID stuff and pandemic stuff is really one about, are you going to continue to be abused by the people that tell you that you have no other choices and et cetera? Or are you going to be like, "Mm -mm, this stops here with me and I am going to have whatever works for me from here forward, right? Um, So that's really the conversation we're having is when you're ready for abuse to stop, it stops. So let me tell you this story. So last week, um, one of the the ladies that works with me, Catherine Oster, she's a certified facilitator in Saskatchewan and works in in my business with me, uh, had a first day of school for her kids. And leading up to the first day of school, she's in Canada, in Saskatchewan. She thought that the school wasn't going to mandate wearing masks for the kids. And if you've done any research on masks, you've got the information and you know something about this. Well, anyway, she was excited and then found out that masks were going to be required. And the truth is that we have choice and we can have whatever's going to work for us. And she could have simply chosen to like not have her kids in school and and gone that direction or gone in and fought the mandate. But what she chose really inspired me. And initially she got a group together of 50 other parents that had the same point of view, like masks wasn't going to work for their kids. And, And so they were all in this chat together 
And, you know, Catherine called me to sort of get some tools and empowerment under her belt of like what she could choose. So the original plan was to walk in, you know, one parent after the other, after the other, and, and let the principal know that their children was, were not going to be wearing masks this year and create a bigger effect. Well, by the time it got to the first day of school, Catherine was the only one left standing. And she brought her dad with her to film this just in case there was anything that needed to be filmed and walked in with the letter. And I don't, I don't know what the letter was, but it was something legal and, and basically stood in front of the principal and kindly said, look, my kids are not going to be wearing masks this year and handed the principal this letter. And there was a couple of exchanges. The principal said, okay, well, they'll have to be in a classroom by themselves and, you know, they won't get any teacher time. And Catherine just very firmly and gently said, you know, that's not going to work. And, but my kids are not going to be, that won't work. And my kids aren't wearing masks this year. And there was another exchange that I can't remember. And Catherine said that that doesn't work. And um, she's like, if you are going to choose to not have my children in the school because they're choosing to be different, what I need from you is that you look my children in the eye and say to them, you're not allowed to come to school this year because you're choosing to be different. And of course the principal broke, burst into tears and said, I'm just a human being, please turn the camera off. Cause this whole time, you know, Catherine's dad was filming this and, um, and Catherine said, I'm just a human being too. And if you want support, if you knew that this was right, you know, we wouldn't be having this conversation, but if you want, so if you want support to change this, I'm here. And until then my kids won't be wearing masks. So it was just, it was just very gentle and it was very present, and, but she was very strong. Like you, like Catherine's a horse trainer as well as other things. So she, it reminded me of like how you have to be when you're with a, when you are training a young horse, you just have to be firm and go, we're not doing that. We're doing this. We're, we're doing this. We're doing this. Anyway, I don't know exactly the results of that, but when she told me, I just got tears in my eyes and I just became so grateful for her and the strength that she showed there, but also the strength that she showed me that was possible when we're facing something that is so socially backed up by so many people and is being displayed as the right thing to do in a more dynamic way than I've ever seen anything displayed. And so it was that, and then these questions that I got on the salon call that got me started, that started to get me really looking at this of like, we are either, we're always either going to refuse the power that we are, or we're going to choose it. And I see this in my personal life constantly, right? Like I'm either, and I'm only ever in one of these two choices. I'm either refusing to be the power that I am and getting swept away in my internal trauma and drama, or I'm being the power that I am and being the source that I am. And to circle back around to the very beginning of this show where I was laughing at myself, literally like two to five minutes before I was you know, gonna start talking about, are you having or refusing the power? I'm sitting here and all morning I have felt really, really heavy and kind of sad. And I've been dealing with some things and like wanting to change some things in my own self. And of course I'm sitting over there reminding myself, you know, what's heavy isn't true. Sadness is awareness. So reminding myself of what's true, right? So I'm reminding myself, reminding myself. 
anyway, it's not really changing much because clearly that's what I'm choosing. And so right before I get on the show, I just, it occurs to me to ask a different question. So I started asking, I wonder how happy I can be. Now that's a new ask. Like I, I don't think I've ever asked that question until about three days ago. I saw it on Facebook and uh, it was probably on an access consciousness post every day. Try this question. I wonder how happy I can be. And I was like, I've never asked that question. I've only ever tried to not be unhappy <laughs> and then sort of stumbled into happiness as a side effect. Right. Um, and so anyway, so I sat here right before I got on with you and I was like, I wonder how happy I can be. I wonder how happy I can be. I wonder how happy I can be. Like, how does it get any better than this? Two very basic questions. But then I started yawning and then I started laughing. And I was like, that right there is being the power that I am. Simply to make a totally different choice, ask a totally different question, function from a totally different space right now. And that's as quick as it can occur. And that's as simple as it can be. So there's a couple of clearings that I found in the reference materials, which is the big archive of class material from Access Consciousness that I want to run with you today on this show that you can run for yourself. And when I say run, I mean, you can get a voice loop app on your phone. I use one called voice loop and you can speak this into that and let them run and it will start to clear out unconsciousness. But let's run them here together. Who or what have you made more powerful than you? And everything that is, will you revoke, recant, rescind, reclaim, renounce, denounce, destroy, and create it all? Times a gazillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Now, that's the clearing statement. You can go to theclearingstatement.com for a huge, life-changing explanation on what how that works, okay? But essentially, it, it's a, it's a it clears stuck energies out of the way and for the most part clears out unconsciousness okay so who or what have you made more powerful than you and everything that is will you revoke or can't rescind reclaim renounce denounce destroy and create all that times a godzillion right wrong good bad pop pop all night shorts boys and beyonds who or what have you given power over you to and everything that is, will you revoke, recant, rescind, reclaim, renounce, denounce, destroy, and uncreate it all times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, online, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Who or what have you given power over you to? And everything that is times a godzillion, will you destroy it and create it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, online, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Now, in my life up to this point, I've had a lot of practice stopping abuse. I got to practice that in my family many times with my father, with my mother, with my grandmother, with my siblings. So that kind of power to go, no, this ends with me is pretty familiar to me. The power that I'm currently practicing, and, and, and I will, let me address the second power that's pretty familiar to me, um, is the power of being different. That's also pretty familiar to me. My childhood, I was in a very hippie blender cult growing up in the United States. And we were told we were going to be different. So I grew up knowing I was different. So being different is not that different for me. That's another power that I have access to pretty easily. Here's the power for me that I am exercising. And that is the power of choosing to be something 
almost nobody else around me is choosing to be, and that's happy and to be the source, right? So, but happy is probably the, that's probably the bigger thing. And so when you look around the world and you look at how many people are actually choosing to be happy, you will see very, very few. So I say all that because all of us have different powers that we are being invited to exercise all the time, really. But if we use this time in history as a tremendous example, are you using this as a way to limit yourself further based on what other people are asserting is real and true? Or are you using what's occurring to empower you to choose beyond what you've ever been willing to choose before and to empower yourself with the creativity that you came in with and the strength you came in with to have a totally different reality? Um, on my Facebook page yesterday, I shared a post from a woman I don't know. It, she is a nurse or was a nurse in the United States. And her job was mandating that she receive the vaccine in order to continue working there. And you can go and read her post on my on my wall. You know, she went back and forth about it. I'm sure she had many, many moments with that. And finally got clear on what was really going to work for her. And it was, no, there's no way that she's like, you know, I've spent nine years as an emergency room nurse. I have cared for countless people, done all this thing. And, and there's just no way I'm going to continue doing that because somebody else is mandating me to insert, to put something in my body. And it was just so, it was so clear and so spacious what she stated. She's like, I am standing my ground for choice. We have choice and that's what I'm going to be putting my energy into. And I'm going to be now moving forward into a future that's completely unknown, but I know I will have me. And that was, that's, I'm very much paraphrasing her post, but that was the energy of it. And I was like, fuck yes. And so I've seen over and over and over in my own life that every single situation that looks like it's impossible horrible, whatever, like hard, uh, you know, like a trap. Every single one of those, 100%, has been an invitation for me to get greater. And so now I pretty much look at everything in my life as an invitation for me to get greater. Every once in a while, I still get stuck down in the muck with, you know, I don't know how to get out of this. But every time that you're in and I don't know how to get out of this moment, you're in something called a distractor implant. So it's not even real. And if you can just find that one thing, that one question, that one choice, that one moment, that one strength, then you can use that to propel you into a different reality, not differently, just different. Moving from being heavy with sadness into choosing to wonder what it would take to be happy is like, that's not differently. That's just different. Moving from trying to fight the system, change the system, um, submit to the system is differently. Trying to find the differently choice. Choosing what's going to really work for you is different. So I want to read you this little blip that from, I want to read you this. Let me read it. You avoid and void every power in, of being in the universe by not caring for you. Caring about you 
is recognizing that you are the power. Caring for you is being willing to totally receive all the information, all the points of view, all the judgments, all the everything that's going on, just receiving. You cannot have your reality if you do not care for you. When I ask people, and this is Gary Douglas talking, when I ask people to choose in 10 second increments, they can't do it. Why? Because they cannot choose as themselves. You are being for others, not being as you. You cannot choose until you are willing to have everything that you are. And so what are you being invited to right now? Is it really true that the only thing we're being invited to out in the world is, you know, vaccines and, and, and mandated mask wearing is like, is that all that's happening? What's the hidden secret covert invitation in what everyone else is making real and true for you? What would it take to be willing to have everything that you are and how would things change for you if you did? So I know some people, for example, that are, you know, again, with the mandated vaccine thing, that's happening to, that's happening in a lot of workplaces. And if any of you are interested in a script for how you could possibly handle it, um, I have it. So you can, it's just a way of communicating and not refusing to do it, but um, asking for different set of information in order to to uh, not comply while complying. And actually, if you come on, I'll make that available too on the call tomorrow and I'll just include that with, um, with the call. But why am I saying that? So I know that that's happening for some people. And I do get it because when you're looking at, um, when you're, what people are presenting right now in a lot of ways are either or universes. Either you do this or you do this. And that's very much this reality. But the truth is that you have a reality that's infinite choice. Now, some of your choices might mean that you have to step up and be more. And my question to you is, what have you been asking for that's showing up in a totally different way? Have you been asking to stay the same? Or have you been asking to be greater? Have you been asking for less? Or have you been secretly asking for more or even not so secretly asking for more? And so what's showing up? I had a conversation the other day with, um, oh yeah, it was in foundation. So I'm on day five of foundation right now. I'm heading into that right after this. That's why the show's at a different time. But um, yeah, so during class, we had a conversation about um, this woman who's been really looking at becoming a certified facilitator. Now this is relevant. Um, and she has been doing access for almost five years and it just keeps like hitting her in the face, become a certified facilitator, become, and, but her question came from all of this angst about the choice. Like, she's like, I really want to do this, but every time I go to look at doing it, like, I just feel like I'm going to throw up and I'm like, no. So I have these two opposing forces in my world of like, I really, really want to do it. And the other one is like, no, no, no. 
And she got really, really worked up about it. And so I ended up getting kind of intense with her because when you're doing that to yourself, you're actually going completely out of presence. And the only way you can start to find your footing again with your choices is to become more present. So you can become more present by like putting a couple of hands on your body and feeling those there, putting your feet on the floor, pulling up all the energy of the earth through your feet, expanding out beyond your skin, going 100,000 miles beyond that and 100,000 miles beyond that. And then starting to look at the energy of any situation like from your groin. That's a really, really immediate way to getting more present. But that's where you have to live in order to have access to power, the power that you are. So I got intense with her so that she would get more present. And where we ended up going with the conversation, the thing that she was avoiding with all of the drama was uncomfortable. She just didn't want to be uncomfortable. And I looked at her and I looked at my life and I was like, well, everything that you want to have as your life, as this, as, as a reality is on the other side of comfort. Like you think consciousness is comfortable? No, consciousness is uncomfortable. It's constantly by your own ask, you are constantly inviting yourself to be more. Have more, choose more, have a greater reality by your own hand. And, and the universe just is supporting you. And so if, and, and you know, there's so many examples of this. When you want to get greater with a sport, you think that's comfortable. When you want to get greater with a language, when you want to get greater with an instrument, when you want to get greater in any skill set, there is always a period of uncomfort. And so what I've started, what I've learned is that that's an innate part of the process and that every time I level up, I just got to get comfortable being uncomfortable and that it's going to feel awkward and, and not like I'm not knowing what I'm doing. Like I look like an Ella, you know, the, you know, that meme where it shows what I think I look like and then what I really look like. Uh, I love the one, the yoga one where you're like in downward dog and you look like this pristine, like cover model, Instagram model. And what you really look like is like an elephant with its head on the ground. And <sighs> Welcome to getting greater. <laughs> right. And the more willing I am to know that with any new thing, the easier the uncomfort of new things is. So it's like everything that you're being invited to is inviting you to something greater. If you let go of your need for comfort and you embrace uncomfort, as a possibility, you'll get more access to the power that you are to create with this new thing. And I know a lot of this is propelling us into, this is a, this is a very propellant time. We're being propelled, invited. Um, you know, there, nothing like everything's being exposed. And so what is this exposing in you? What could you allow this to expose in you? What's being exposed in you that you're not recognizing as something that's being exposed as a strength, as a power? You know, Gary very clearly states that pain is a power we're avoiding. And, you know, sitting here just about to start the show and I'm looking at, you know, this heaviness and whatever, and it occurs to me to ask, I wonder how happy I could be. That's a power. <laughs> 
So in staying in the heaviness, you know, I'm avoiding the power of happiness. But I don't have to keep choosing that. We have a new choice at every 10 seconds, right? So that's the gift of, go. okay, cool. Like, what am I doing with all this now? And what could I be choosing? What would be more fun than this? What's the power I'm being invited to here? And starting to create from that. Nobody's going to give you permission to be as great as you are, and nobody's going to notice when you choose it. A couple people around you might. Things will definitely shift in your life. But it's, it's, it's between you and you now. Always has been, but... So what will you choose? What reality will you have? What power, what have you given power over to? And what could you choose that's different than that? What have you made more powerful than you? And everything that is, will you revoke, recant, rescind, reclaim, renounce, denounce, destroy, and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, buck, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. What if there is no one more powerful than you? You are the only one who can stop you. You're the only one that can keep you stuck. You're the only one that can limit you. You're the only one that cannot know, not perceive, not receive, and not be. And that's fucking painful. So it's like, what would it take to be willing to be? To be willing to know, to be willing to perceive, to be willing to receive, and to be willing to choose what's going to truly work for you? And what would it take to be willing to really look at what's going to truly work for you? We need more of us that are willing to stand up and choose from that space of choice and interesting point of view. We need more of us. We need more of that in the world. And the more of us that do choose it in our everyday moments, because we have a you know, new choice in every 10 seconds, the more of that becomes a reality for everybody else. So keep going, keep going. And if there's anywhere where you've been disempowering yourself, crushing yourself, bending yourself, folding yourself, stapling yourself, run these two clearings and then start to wonder, okay, if I wasn't crushing me, if I was caring for me here, if I was including me, what could I choose? And I'll add to this one more thing about the way awareness seems to work or has worked for me in the past. Tied into like, if I were including me and caring about me, what would I choose? That was something I was very unskilled in asking myself forever. And I still forget sometimes, but I'm getting, it's, you know, including it more. And a lot of that was the way that my awareness, the way I used my awareness before was to kind of go outside of me and become aware of everybody else outside of me, which in and of itself is a lie because there, there's no actual separation between you and everybody else. But my awareness would kind of go out here. And what I had to start really doing to get access to what was really going to work for me is I had to almost bring my energy in here, not to hold it or hold on to it or hold space, but to like tap into here. And when I do that, I get way more information about what's going to really work for me. So if you're playing with a situation, for example, that has multiple choices, bring your energy and your attention here, like down in your groin and your belly area and really look at, okay, I have this choice. Does that work for me? Yes or no? 
okay, I have this choice. Does that work for me? And I notice too that even as I'm explaining this to you, there is a level of presence with this choice that I don't think I got till this moment. So you're actually getting yourself present. When your attention is all out here and you're looking at all this stuff and you're, you are swept away. So it's like, bring it back here, put your attention on this part of your body and really look at your choices. Okay, I have this choice. Does that really work for me? And there's, it doesn't matter how much time this takes you, gift it to yourself. Look at your choices, return you to you. There is nobody there never has been and there still isn't anybody greater than you. There's nobody that knows for you what's going to work. You're the guy. So give up who you've given power over to run these clearings. Practice getting present with you and asking yourself different questions. And fuck whatever you do, don't ask. I wonder how happy I can be today because that would be bad. I love you guys. Come to the call if it will be a gift for you. The link's in the comments. Buy the call if it would be a gift for you later. And share this with your friends if you got something out of it. I'm so grateful for you. I'm so grateful to be in the world with you here now. What else is truly possible for us? I'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening to this show. My target is to make consciousness easy to find. So if you enjoyed this, please leave a five-star review and also share this with a friend who you know might be looking for more consciousness in their life. You can visit me on crystaljoycrawford.com and to learn more about the incredible life-changing tools of access consciousness, go to accessconsciousness.com and theclearingstatement.com. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast.